Hello and welcome to another week of All Bets Are Off. This week we're doing week eight. Somehow we're still on the air. And the show, <laughs> as you may free. be familiar, it is free. It is free. We don't have any advertisers yet, but hit us up if you're interested. Uh, but yeah, if you're, if you're uh, unfamiliar with the premise, we have NFL morons give their terrible gambling advice each week. Uh, and as always, I'm joined by Micah. Micah, how's it going? Good morning, Scott. Uh, it's going well. It's going well. I'm excited for today. It's going to be a good one. Good, good. Yeah, it was a fun week in the NFL. I feel like some funky lines this week, uh, and we're going to dive into it. And today, uh, as always, we'll be covering the NFL lines. We'll be guessing them. Uh, I think we're also going to start with some odds and ends for Micah, uh, our second week of that segment. We're also going to chat a little bit of NBA before we dive into the lines. So it should be, should be a fun week. Uh, Micah, do you want to start off with your, your segment? Yeah, sure. Let's do it. Uh, thanks, Scott. So I have a few today. I'll try to go through them relatively quickly. Um, kind of bouncing around. I'm going to start by, uh, we talked about this before, but just congratulations to friend of the pod, Dennis Chang, on his second child. That happened this week. So he might not come on the pod anytime soon for obvious reasons, but excited to hear that. Um, let's see. Moving on to sports-focused stuff. So, um, Quick couple things on baseball, and then I'm going to close this for the year. Scott, I'm sure that you have no interest in talking baseball, so I'll do this fast. Um, the first thing is that uh, I was um, listening to I was listening to a different podcast talk about this. The, the Yankees, as I predicted, lost, and as and this guy I was listening to was saying that um, you know as he's going through all the emotions of, of losing and being knocked out of the playoffs, that he's started to remind himself of how good his life was. And how like much he like loved his family and, and how he had a good job and et cetera, et cetera. And I thought that was really funny because uh, Scott, I don't know about you, but I've, I've done that multiple times with different sports mm. that it's like your team loses and you just feel terrible. And you're like, well, I've got a really, I've got a good life. I've got a good family. It's like one of those things where it's like. Oh, it, it's definitely true. I mean, it's, it's so easy to get wrapped up in how. Uh, how awful things are, how they'll never get better. And you're like, oh my God, what the <laughs> hell is wrong with me? It's like, I have a, I have a few other things I should be worrying about instead of this. So um, yes, that uh, definitely a technique I've used yeah. before. Um, it's a fun way of rationalizing things and also just, uh, yeah, bringing you down a little bit. In any event, um, uh, you know, the end of the baseball season, as far as I'm concerned, not super interested in the World Series. We'll see what happens. I guess go Nats. Um, but otherwise, on to the offseason, which should be interesting, but of course nowhere near as interesting as the NBA offseason typically. Um, so I'll move on from that. The, the only other thing I want to say about baseball was the Astros lost game one. They are they are plus 400 for Astros in six, and just to win the series, they're minus 120, um, which I think is pretty crazy. The fact that it's wow, basically even. Not as, yeah, that's lower than I would have thought. So, you know, we might, need, we might want to talk about this, but. As far as I'm concerned, they are still going to win. I don't. I don't see how they lose this series. How did the rotations line up? Do they have Verlander and Cole? They so they lost five four last night, and Cole did not pitch very well. Um, and it was at home also. But mm. I mean, I just don't. I know the. I know the Nats have a good rotation, obviously, and and they've got some good bats, but their depth just isn't there. And I feel like the Astros are going to click, and they're just going to roll. Um, so might want to think about putting some money on the Astros. There, it might be easy money. Um, uh, that could be fun. Okay, yeah. that's the end of baseball for me. 
going to jump through a couple things. I will talk about, let's see, do you want to, you want to talk Pats real quick? I have two items on the Pats, unfortunately. I also have a quick, quick political thing, um, just sort of a general, general state of the world in that, in that area. I know we don't do, go too far into politics, but I had just kind of an interesting point, um, from my end, I was curious about what you think. And then there, I had a, a base, a one basketball thing. So what are you interested in first? Uh, why don't you click, why don't we do the politics and we'll see if we can, uh, tie in gambling somehow, uh, so okay. that's the theme of the podcast, but yeah, what's what'd you have on the politics side? I was just, I was thinking about this, you know, we're going into an election year and you and I have not been alive for too many election years, but, um, and this is part of, part of this is because we live in Northern California and, and, uh, you know, generally, generally speaking, we agree on the state of politics at the moment, but have, have we ever been this collectively like kind of depressed heading into an electric year? Like I just, it, it's, it's going to just kind of be awful. Like I think election years are, are tend to be kind of exciting and interesting and whatever. And this year it's like, there's already so much negativity around all of the different democratic candidates, how they're going to fumble one. They're just bashing each other day after day. It's just whatever. It's ugly. And then, then there's the idea of Trump and all this stuff going on with Trump. Like I, I gotta say, like, if you think back to it, we were kind of young in the, you know, the Clinton years. Um, and there, you know, some of those elections were in, in, more or less interesting. I, but I don't really remember like Dukakis running or, or whatever. Sorry, that was uh, before. Um, but I don't really remember like Clinton's, uh, Clinton's opponents, like when um, Perot was running or, or any of those guys. Uh, and then in 2000, obviously it was Bush, uh, Gore, which was kind of interesting, but I remember thinking that was sort of anticlimactic and kind of a mad year. But then, and then Bush Kerry was kind of boring. So those years were, were sort of boring, um, but not quite as like just kind of generally negative. And then, of course, you had the Obama years, which which we got kind of pretty excited about. But my general, my point here is just it, I'm not looking forward to this whole year of politics. You any thoughts on that? Yeah, I mean, oh yeah, I think it's going to be awful. I mean, a couple. Thoughts on that. I think a lot of it is, you know, part of it is uh, just kind of as things evolve and social media becomes more of a factor, like it just gets nastier. Um, I mean, a big part of that is just Trump in general. But I think also like in terms of just the depressing side of it is at least last year, like even though it was uh, Trump, they people didn't think that he had a chance to win. Right. So they were like, all right, well, we have Trump running, but at least, you know, Hillary's going to going to trounce him in the election but this year you know he's the favorite he's plus 110 uh with warren at plus 225 so you know biden next up at uh plus 600 so i don't know i think a lot of it is that there's the reality that it could uh that he may win and is the favorite yeah at this point. it's just so. so much negativity so i think with as with anything you, you have a good point which is we should just bet on stuff to make it more exciting I'm down. Uh, <laughs> I'm down. You're what? You had booty gag at fifteen to one a while back. He's twelve to one, so at least it's improved. Yeah, um, I think. Did you see the stuff with him in Facebook this week? I think it's a problem. I don't know if you saw it. Yeah, I did not, but uh, I didn't even have a chance to watch as much football as you'll probably see with my lines, my guesses this week. <laughs> well, let's move um, on. All right. Well, why don't we? Why don't we? Uh, not, let's move on. Uh, not a not no, a exactly. political <laughs> podcast at this point. Well, but, well, maybe maybe in the future we'll just bring up some. Uh, all right, you had some. Um, Okay, real quick on the Patriots. Number one, uh, this is associated with the mm-hmm. Patriots, not the actual team, but Josh lost this week. The Boondock Patriots lost their first game of the week, which I texted and suggested it was because he changed the name. Uh, he responded sort of 
casually, no real comment on it. Typical Patriots fashion, no comment, move on. Um, so we'll see. We'll see where this goes. But uh, I'm encouraged by the fact that that name change caused a loss. Um, Did you see now, the video uh, that was actually from a few years ago, but the Brady video? Um, oh, like, yeah. Wait, the, <laughs> the one from the new TV show? Yes. With him walking yes. out walking out yes. of the spa? Yes. Yeah. It was that amazing. Was fantastic. Yes. I, love, I don't know if anyone, has, if anyone hasn't seen it, look it up. Uh, but there's a clip of Brady coming out of a spa looking uh, rejuvenated, uh, a sketchy looking spa at that, and getting into a limousine, which obviously invokes <laughs> Bob Kraft uh, pre-AFG pre championship this year where he got into the massage parlor controversy. Uh, it's it's incredible. I didn't understand it. It looked like he was just making fun of Bob Kraft, but apparently, I, I think it came out. It was filmed before that happened. But well, apparently, uh, it was written two I, years ago. But the the whole thing the whole thing is, is so ridiculous, though. Did did you read the Drew McGarry article in Deadspin about it? I'll send no. it to you later. But it, and most Deadspin's terrible now, but some of their stuff's okay. But yeah, I, I uh, was it good? Yeah, I mean, he basically was like, "Why can't Tom Brady just laugh about this?" What is his problem? Like you saw his, his comments, he came out and was like super defensive about it. He would never do that to craft all this blah 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 blah. Like it is objectively hilarious. It doesn't matter who's involved in the situation. It is super funny. Why can't he just be like, yeah, like that's not what is intended. I get the joke. Like it's, I think it's kind of dumb, but whatever. Let's move on. Instead, he was so outwardly against it. Blah blah blah. Called him Mister Craft this, Mister Craft that. It's just the worst. Do you see all that stuff? Yeah. I mean, he probably couldn't laugh about it because he is a robot <laughs> and has no sense of humor and kisses his children <laughs> on the mouth when they're like age 13. Oh, the worst. Um, I respect Tom Brady, but he's a fucking weirdo, which is probably why he's uh, the best quarterback of all time because he's just only this focused on football. On that note, um, the uh, yeah, that and, was... and I do encourage everyone to watch that clip because it's really funny. Um I have a comment, a qu question for you about the Patriots. So obviously they're really good. They're seven and zero. They really don't have a field goal kicker. Like Nugent is, you know, he's historically good. Um, but if you look at his entire career, he's only thirteen for thirty in in field goals longer than fifty yards, and he's thirty seven years old. So my my question to you is like, mm. if they're at the you know the thirty two yard line in a playoff game. And it's fourth and six. And th this actually happened in the Jets game. Of course, it's the Jets. Who cares? But, um, you know, and it's like a 49-yarder, maybe a little bit into the wind, and they can't even take a shot at it in like a close playoff game. That's a problem, isn't it? I think so. I mean, I think, you know, because their offense isn't that great this year. I mean, their defense is historically good. Um and granted, if they get in a matchup with the Chiefs, it's probably going to be a high-scoring affair. But at the same time, if you're in a game like that, like you need to score almost every time down, like that AFC title game last year. Um, and we know Bob Kraft scored every time down uh, <laughs> before the game. Um, but yeah, like that's going to be a big deal if you can't reliably kick field goals. Kind of in that, you know, when you have the ball in the twenty-five to you know, 40 yard range, uh, that's going to be a big deal. So it'll be interesting to see how that plays out. Yeah. I, th I found that to be super fascinating because they ended up going for it on fourth down a couple of times, I think against the jets in that, in that area. And, you know, jets aren't very good, but, um, leaving points on the board, you never know, like down the stretch against better teams. 
Um, okay. And then let me see. So I had, uh, in terms of the basketball items, so two quick ones. One was sucks that sounds like Clay's out for the year. I did want to know what you thought about best case scenario for the dubs. Um, maybe we'll get into that in a second if you want to throw out some, some, uh, basketball bets. Um, and then, but then the second thing, which maybe we'll talk about real quick first, LeBron on the China stuff. Um, and this is not about what he said or didn't say or whatever, uh, because what that's been, you know, talked about endlessly. My question to you is, is this a new media strategy that we're going to see like officially, like more and more, like we've seen it a little bit too already, but are we going to see more of these big name sports people, whoever posting one thing to satisfy one group of people and then the the entire mm. plan being from the start to then walk it back like an hour or two later for the other folks to pacify them and basically just hoping that the first post will will like you know be uh something that the first group of people adheres to and the second one will be the one that people are looking for when he starts to walk it back and you it's it's a way of basically just like pacifying everyone is that going to be an official sort of strategy that people deploy more and more and did it work for lebron interesting that's really interesting like yeah so to your point, it's been dissected to death. You know, maybe not everyone on this podcast, since this is theoretically about NFL gambling, which we might get to at some point. Um, basically, you know, the comments originally by Daryl Morey that were pro Hong Kong or his Twitter post, and all of the uh, the explosion of controversy that came after that. LeBron finally uh, voiced his opinion where he was. Um, not very supportive of Daryl Morey at all, where he called him uninformed, said that he shouldn't be speaking on the matter when, you know, whatever you think, I, I don't think calling Daryl Morey uninformed uh, is, is correct, um, objectively correct, since, you know, he had a lot of dealings with China when Yao Ming was on the, the Rockets. So, um, I, uh, yeah, so a lot of people were upset about how uh, LeBron responded. Um, but that is a really interesting point about... All right, hey, your first comment, which is the one that's going to be kind of picked up, especially globally, is the one uh, that maybe kind of appeases the, let's say, the audience abroad, right? The one that's going to be, like, that's the that's going to be what gets picked up in China, right? Um, and that was obviously a more pro-China comment there. But then the follow-up statements, which were kind of more nuanced and honestly a little confusing, yeah. um, aren't going to be, I don't think, as picked up as widely in China and aren't going to be really understood just because, you know, LeBron did a lot of weird hedging yeah. in his comments. Um, but I think, yeah, like how it played out, and that would be super interesting if that was an actual strategy because a lot of people just said, oh, this is a, you know, public relations gaffe by LeBron. Usually he's uh, much more polished and uh, much better at these things. Yeah, I, don't, I um, think it was the opposite. Is that, yeah, so you... I think it was, it was strategic and smart. Cause, yeah, cause, and the other thing is, if you think about like China, for example, it's not, they don't actually care about what he thinks, right? They, they care about what he says or does so that they can then mm, basically convince the fans or whatever that he's on their side. So he throws out that first one, which then all of the media in China picks up reports, posts, everyone kind of, you know, says, okay, look, LeBron's on our side. Great. Rah, rah. And then it doesn't even matter if he walks it back because none of the state media picks it up. So no one even knows that that stuff yeah. happened. Oh, I mean, it's, interesting. It's, it's fascinating. That's that's a really good point. Yeah, I think like to me it's like LeBron's almost a unique case where 
you know, this does happen more and more this day and age, like even with politics too, where it's like looking specifically the people in the U S like it's very, a, a very divided uh, view of LeBron. You have all the people who just love him. Um, and then you have the people who hate him. So I think that like, no matter what, like the people who love him will kind of defend him given his follow-up comments and the people who hate him, you know, go on Twitter and just roast him, you know, for uh, kowtowing to China. So in a weird way, like it almost may not matter that much because people will just read it how they want to based on their pre-existing feelings about LeBron. But I still do, like, I do think it's really interesting that if this was like a specific strategy that... Yeah. Uh, anyway, I don't know. Pressed I'm out there. Okay, I'm done. No, I like that. Um, well, cool. So last night uh, was actually the start of the NBA season. Uh, we had Clippers uh, facing off uh, against the Lakers, uh, against, you know, two teams who probably the two of the best four teams in the league, uh, according to kind of consensus um, beliefs out there. And I, did, I, did you watch any of the game, Micah? No, I just I, I listened to some of the recap this morning on the yeah. podcast, but it was a great game. Uh, I don't know. He may our producer Jimmy Lin. Uh, he may have left. I don't know if he's still around, but would love to get his his take on the game since he's a diehard Lakers fan, season ticket owner. Jimmy, are you still still in the pod studio? All right, I'm going to take that as a no. Um, <laughs> if he is, maybe he's on mute. If he if he comes back and hops in. Uh, hopefully we'll get his his viewpoint but um yeah it was it was uh, a really entertaining game actually lakers got off to a hot start clippers clawed back then the lakers had this furious comeback at the end of the third quarter to take the lead um and then down the stretch lebron and anthony davis just faded um and weren't there they had 32 points in the first half combined and i think 11 in the fourth quarter so to me it just seemed like lebron was a little checked out and just kind of wanted to, you know, have his team slash Anthony Davis kind of take care of things. And he would just hop in and do his fancy dunks on an open court. Um, so I don't know if, you know, against most teams, I think that's going to work. So it should be fine, especially in the regular season, but I don't know. I'll be interested to see how the, how the season plays out, but the Clippers look to me uh, incredible and without even having Paul George on the team yet. Yeah, I mean, th- everything but, I heard, uh, it sounds like the, the clips looked awesome. Uh, I did hear, I yeah, heard a couple I mean, of things. I heard that, like, it was fairly clear that LeBron was the third best player on the floor, which is kind of weird to think about. Um, and, you know, he's... Yeah, I'd say definitely, yeah. He was drafted in 2003, point. and as far as I know, he's the only player remaining from the 2003 draft class, which makes me feel really old because I remember that pretty clearly. Um do you remember watching his games and his high school games when we were in college? Yeah. Oh, yeah. God, he was so good. Those are fun. Yeah, they put a lot of those on ESPN. Um, and then the other thing I heard um, was that Dwight Howard looked kind of funny that he like lost a lot of muscle, um, and he looked a little bit lost. So I, I don't know. That's kind of what I was reading. Maybe maybe not true. Maybe just some Howard bashers out there. Um, yeah, I think. Yeah, a lot of people don't like Howard. Howard, he still has his insanely broad shoulders, but he's not quite as bulky. Um, which, you know, could be a good thing as you get older uh, in terms of getting up around the rim. But he looked a little, didn't look that great under the basket, but he'll still be a nice rebounding presence for him since um, since they may need that. They're, I mean, they're big. Like when they started the game with LeBron, 
AD and yeah, Dale McGee on the floor like that. The uh, the I, I haven't really looked at any odds. You might have a few to run down. The only thing I saw or I heard on a podcast again was uh, uh, that there was a bet. I'm not sure it's up anymore. There was a bet that was like minus 105. Uh, any California team wins the finals, um, and plus it was like. Or maybe it was like even mm-hmm. uh, for any non-California team to win. Interesting. That'd be kind of a fun bet. I mean, you know, it's, it was, like I thought it was, I don't know if the bet's still up there, but I thought that's pretty crazy because like the Warriors are not winning the title, right? And the Kings are, I mean, I don't know. I don't know what the Kings odds are, but I don't think they're winning the title. And based, like the Lakers are one injury away from, you know, being middling. Yeah. Uh, I think they're really good, but they have a weird cast of characters. So basically, it's like the Clippers. You're you're, you're kind of betting even money on the Clippers yeah. to win, or you get every other team in the league. I, seems like a, I don't know. What do you think? Yeah, no, I think, uh, man, that's I mean, because any obviously any Eastern Conference team, um, we got the Houston Rockets in the mix there. Like even the Utah Jazz, I think are like potential contenders. So Denver, Denver's Denver, really good. Denver's good. I, I still don't love them in the playoffs, but um, they they could definitely do it, especially you know with some injuries or something. Um, so, right, do you have yeah. other other odds that you want to throw out there? Yeah, or, so uh, I got some some NBA odds. So I think they even like may have adjusted a bit after last night's game, which is interesting. But overall title odds: Clippers are the favorite at plus three twenty five, um, and the Lakers next up at plus six hundred. I I usually like betting longer odds in terms of you know fi- uh, futures bets that aren't going to pay out for six to eight months. So I would f- you know Clippers I I kind of like that, but um, plus three twenty five is still still a lot to give. Um, uh, it's not enough to get back. But on the Eastern Conference teams to win the title, you got Bucks plus six hundred, Sixers plus seven fifty. So um, I got, the Bucks are interesting there, but. Because uh, I feel like they could definitely come out of the East pretty easily. Do you? I think, did get this. Do you think the Sixers yeah. win the championship last year if if Kawhi doesn't hit that crazy shot? Kawhi, 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 God, let's do that. Kawhi. If Kawhi doesn't um, hit that crazy shot, do you think the Sixers? Uh, if they win that series, they win the title. I, and then assuming that KD blows out his knee and Clay Thompson tears his ACL, or no. Uh, yeah, good point. But sure, similar things happen the rest of the way. Assuming that, I think they could. God, they might even not. But would they have been? I mean, the if, the, if the Warriors were full strength, then I would. Uh, would they? Uh, yeah, would they have beaten the Bucks? Because I mean, if you that would have been a good match. I think the Sixers, the Sixers yeah. should be better this year, right? I mean, they have a good backup center now. Um, they yep. kind of have a better identity. Their, their team, they're not going to, they're probably not going to change it mid season like they did last year. That's kind of an intriguing pick to me. Yeah. Yeah, I took them, I got lucky. I took them right after the Horford trade before the lines adjusted. So I got them at plus 1,800, oh. 18 to 1. And now they're 7.5 to 1. So I like that. That's a good uh, bet. I like that one. Yeah. Well, the Warriors are 20 to 1. Um, you know, I can chat a little about them. It's interesting. They were like 10, 12 to one earlier. So people soured on them of late, uh, which, you know, might be a little more of the Clay Thompson, Clay Thompson news coming out them saying that he's not going to play this year. Although I think there's yeah, a chance that he I agree. could be ready, but I mean, do you really want to bring him back 
you know, if it's like a 7-2 matchup versus the Clippers, it's probably not worth it. The other plot line, which, you know, could come up toward the end of the season, is that the Warriors um, in the trade for D'Angelo Russell, um, I think with the pick that they sent to Memphis is conditional, where they keep it, it's a top 20 protected pick. So if they, you know, are on the borderline of, you know, where however the seeding plays out, if they have a, you know, if they're a top 10 team in the league, essentially, then the pick, uh, they would not keep that pick and it would become a, God, what is it? I think it's a, a second round in 2026. So the Warriors mm. might have some incentive to, to not be as good uh, oh, at the end of the season, but we'll see. I don't think they're going to worry too much about that, you know, until March. I don't know. I think they'll be. I think they'll be a fun team to watch. Not a whole lot of defense. D'Angelo Russell, I think, is a big X factor because you know how much can he uh, create when Curry's on the bench. I don't think he's going to be very good defensively this year. Um, Draymond, what kind of effort they get out of him is going to be important. And then obviously health, since they've already got three centers uh, injured and Willie Cauley Stein out till probably at least another three four weeks. So maybe they should just play four on five. Because they're not going to play defense anyway, right? So just like play a zone, play a box, and figure like you know you're going to get lucky uh, some of the time and stop them, and then you're going to have an outlet way down the end of the court for a layup. I feel like those would be super fun games, or at least like have someone like release super super early, um, and like play games that are like 155 to 150. Yeah. I'd be down. To yeah, watch I mean, that. I think you're gonna. Have, I think you're gonna have games where Curry takes like 23s, yeah. and maybe some games he makes 13 of them, and it's gonna be, gonna be interesting. But I'm, I'm actually really excited for the season. It's weird. I sat down and watched that whole Lakers Clippers game, and it was not every game is gonna be like that. Obviously, you're gonna have some, you know, Hornets versus Cavs games. Um, but that that was a fun one to watch. I, I mean, I think it'll be. A, it's, it's gonna be a great year. You have a bunch of teams sort of in contention. It's possible the Clips just kind of run away with it, but. Uh, it yeah. hasn't been this wide open in a while, for sure. Yeah. And then I guess lastly on NBA, since in theory we're an NBA an NFL gambling pod. Um, That's right. MVP odds, I think, are interesting. Um, the top few ones, you got Giannis at 3-1, to one, uh, Kawhi 5-1, to one, Curry 6-1. to one. Um, You know, man, those are those guys all have really good chances to win. Um, I just... I don't know for Curry if the Warriors are going to win enough yeah, games, I agree. Uh, unless it's just some insane individual performance season. I see, I see the Warriors winning maybe like forty-five games this year, um, which historically hasn't been enough, other than the Westbrook triple-double season. Um, one of the Westbrook double seasons, I should say. And then Kawhi, I think like, they still won forty-eight that year, by the way, either forty-eight or forty-nine. So it's going to be tough. Oh, they did. Oh, okay, even though they were, yeah, I think they were like a six seed. But you're right; they they won some games. Um, and then Kawhi at five to one. I know he played a lot last night, and he looked good. I do think that once George yeah, comes not gonna back, play as much. they're going to do some load management. Yeah, but uh, Harden eight to one, interesting because I think with Westbrook, uh, while Westbrook will kind of take away a lot of his numbers, um, you know, when he and Westbrook and Durant played together, you know, Durant had his MVP season. So, um, but the ones that I like. A lot. I like Anthony Davis at number hmm. one. Um, didn't look good last night, but I do think James LeBron's going to try and get him a lot of stats this year, and LeBron's going to try and uh, you know set him. One, a big factor is, is that 
Davis needs to pick a team for next year, even though everyone assumes he's going back to LA. But if something weird happens and, you know, Dwight Howard sours a locker room and or Jason Kidd does some crazy crap as an assistant coach, uh, I don't know. They may need to do something to just make sure he stays. So I could. Yeah, you know, I, I can like see that. I, I like Giannis, even though it's, you said it's five to one. What is it for him? Giannis? Uh, I, mm-hmm. I, mm. Oh, three to one. Giannis is three to one. I mean, I. I, that team, like Brogdon's gone, his his role players are actually not as good, which means he might have to do more. Plus, he's a year you know a year older, year kind of more sure of himself. I still feel like it's his to lose, but I think Davis for sure would be the the second best call there. I don't really like Harden. Uh, I think like the, I don't know that team is going to be weird. I think it's going to be he, he a lot of the reason he he hit thirty six a game last year was because he had the ball the whole time, and that's clearly not going to be the case this year. Yep. Um, uh, yeah, I don't know. And the same thing about Kawhi. I think you're right that he he's not going to play. Maybe he'll play 60 games. I don't know. Um, so uh, it seems to me like it's Davis or Giannis. Um, I don't really know who else might even be in the. I guess like you know maybe let's say Kemba Walker on the Celtics goes for like 28 and 10 assists a game, and the Celtics. They pick someone up at the deadline and they they win fifty eight games. I mean, like, there's there's maybe a case there. I don't know if there are odds on someone like him, but yeah, I don't know. It's, it's hard to it's hard to imagine someone from the yeah from I'm, one of those other teams coming out. I guess like uh, what's what's Embiid's odds? Uh, let's see. Embiid is one second uh, eight to one. Hmm. You could, but the, the same problem with him about how many games is he going to play. Yeah, they may, I think especially because they have a good backup. Low center. management on him. Yeah, this is gonna be good. Maybe, uh, maybe, uh, maybe next week, or we start looking at a little bit more seriously some of the matchup odds for later on um, in the in the season, or like just kind of like rankings, which yeah. teams are going to finish where. Maybe we we place some long shots on some long shots. Or we could spend thirty minutes talking about politics. <laughs> I will. To hear. I promise for the three and a half <laughs> listeners we have out there that my politics commentary will be very limited because I don't imagine I'm going to want to. It's not going to make me happy <laughs> to talk about it. <laughs> anyway, all right. Well, let's get into the uh, meat of the show. Which, although I liked a lot of those discussions, yeah, that's fun. Let's make sure we get to all the NFL picks. So if you're should be familiar at this point, but uh, each week we try and guess what the, the gambling spreads are on all the NFL matchups. We see who gets closer, and uh, uh, we'll see who wins the week. Micah finally clawed back with a win last week after I had uh, rolled off a few. So, um, yeah, we'll see if Micah can uh, even up the uh, season score. So we'll see. There's some funky lines this week. I think I was off on quite a few, but... Uh, yeah, this we one, will dig in. Before we get going, I agree yeah. with Scott. We talked about this a little earlier. This week is very weird. In terms, I feel like last week there were a lot of minus threes, minus four, whatever. This one feels mm-hmm. like there are a bunch that could be very big spreads. So um, this yeah. might be – let's, let's get through them, but maybe we do like a pretty large okay. parlay or teaser um, because – uh, I think there are a bunch that are like pretty nuts. Anyway, let's see where, let's see where we're like. All right. Okay, well, let's kick it off. Uh, I assume this is a Thursday game. Uh, it's Redskins yeah, at so, Vikings. Um, Vikings look good last week. They, they uh, stomped the Lions in Detroit. Redskins lost a weird game at home where the weather was terrible. Didn't score any points. Uh, I have the Vikings by 16 at home. 
Yeah. Wow. You, uh, you were spot on. You nailed that one. I had Vikings by 13 and it is Vikings by 16. Well done, Mike, on the big line. Um, yeah, I mean, I think, I guess it makes sense. Like, even though the Redskins were in theory close versus the Niners who are undefeated, uh, it was just such a weird game with the weather. So probably wasn't reflective of the Redskins actually, you know, being that close against the 49ers. So it makes sense on the, on the bigger spread. Uh, also, I guess, um, I know this is for another game for the next game, but there's a trade that would impact it. Uh, the oh, Giants yeah. at Lions. Um, the Lions traded their safety uh, digs over to uh, the Seahawks, which is kind of interesting. Weird trade. But, I don't really understand. There've been some weird trades, but I, I I would love to know more about some of these trades you hear because it's like you're trading a solid starting safety and a seventh pick for a fifth pick next year. I, I don't understand. Like, I wonder if there are like team dynamic things that we just don't get. There could be weird stuff like that. I totally agree. Um, but uh, yeah, I would love, I mean, it's just, it kind of sucks because I feel like the NBA, all of that stuff gets unearthed Yeah, and it's really fun to read <laughs> yeah. about the controversies. But in the NFL, it's pretty hushed up. Um, but uh, okay, so the game is Giants at Lions. Michael, I, I, I feel like I came in low on this just because of, a little bit of Homer dumb, but I had the Lions at home by nine. Yeah, I also thought it would be big. I went Lions eleven and a half, uh, and it's only Lions by seven, which to me is shocking. Like I know the Lions weren't supposed to be that good, but they've looked pretty competent of late. And this is at Detroit, uh, but Lions by seven. So, oh. so you take that one too. So you're off to two zero start. Uh, that's weird. That's a weird one. I, I don't know. I mean. Hmm. No real comment on that, except that you know lines tend to fall apart later in seasons, so maybe they're just betting on history here. That I don't could know. be it. I don't know, but maybe that's one I'll I'll highlight. That anyone that we're like way both way off on, I'm gonna highlight to maybe revisit. Yeah, good call. Is a teaser lines and a teaser just to win outright? That's kind of interesting. Oh yeah. Hmm. All right. Uh, okay. Next up, oh, this was a weird game. Uh, Buccaneers at Titans. I wrestled with this one for a while. Uh, Titans won last week, but should have lost. That was one of the more comical endings to a game. If anyone saw the Chargers blow it like on the goal line three times in a row, um, the Bucks I think are coming off a bye, and they have you know super erratic quarterback. I on the face of it, you could say that these teams look even, and um, but I I went with the Bucks by one. I think that the Bucks are just fundamentally a better team, and the Titans have quarterback mess and are just kind of bad. So even though it's at Tennessee, I had the Bucks by one. Interesting, yeah. And this this game, uh, I had the Titans by three and a half, and it's Titans by two and a half. Okay, so I'll I'll get on the board, but yeah, this is such a weird game. Obviously. Uh, Interesting because it's the matchup of the number one and number two draft picks in the 2015 draft, yeah. Jameis Winston versus Mariota, where, God, I, it's hard for me to think of when you had you know, two top QB picks just uh, that was a bad one. go so terribly. I mean, it's not, a, not quite as bad as like a Jamarcus Russell because they're still in the league, aren't drinking purple drinks, <laughs> but like, I just feel like it's, they've been so mediocre that it's hard it's been hard for them to get rid of them so they've been good enough to stick around but man in both was cases it, it's like was it Jamarcus Russell who um kneeled on like the 25 yard line and threw the ball through the opposite uh uprights was it him who did that something insane? I believe so yeah where like he was did not a good quarterback of... but holy shit that's an insane yeah. achievement 
ah, man, like what could have been with him? Um, Did you see the clip of Mahomes throwing it out of the stadium? No. I think they showed it before like the Monday, Sunday or Monday night game. It was fucking nuts. Like he threw it out of like beyond the top row of seats. Oh my God. Um, No, I'll look that up. That sounds insane. Yeah. Yeah. Um, All right. Next up. Uh, God, this game, I just really don't want to watch a second of. But uh, Chargers at Bears, two teams who really have underperformed this year. I think people had kind of high hopes. Yeah, uh, I struggled with this one immensely because Trubitsky's just bad. I went back and forth. For a little while, I was thinking Bears by touchdown. But then I was like, oh, it's not good. I, I, I ended up with Bears by five and a half. Okay, I I also struggle with this one. I just went a toss up just because they've both been so bad. I just said Bears by three, um, and it's Bears by four, so I'll take that one by half a point. Close. See, this is a weird one to me. I I have had no faith in the Bears all season because I just not a Trubisky fan. The Chargers obviously had a lot of hype coming in. Um, I feel like they have seasons like this where they just don't they just look super inconsistent the first five six weeks and then somehow go on a roll the end of the season, but. I don't know if I can uh, if I can trust them this year. So um, I, it's hard for me to really go go in I on have them. But no interest in that game whatsoever. No, no. but I feel like that division's up for grabs if Mahomes is out for six weeks. So to, God, maybe I may check the Chargers lines and they'll hook me in again on some long shot bet that ends up <laughs> folding at the end. But uh, we'll see. Um, all right, next up, uh, Jets so two, at two, Jaguars. Right? Two 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 two. Yep. Um, uh, struggled with this one too because um, the Jets look just like awful. Um, so I, the Jags will definitely be decent favorites in this game, but I, I wasn't sure about how how high to put them. Um, but anyway, I, I ended up with Jags minus nine at home against the Jets. Oh, funny. Okay, so I had Jags minus nine too. Oh. Uh, so we'll split this one. But the line is Jags five and a half. Um, really? God, that like Jaguars. They're saying that. On a neutral field, Jags favored by less than a touchdown, um, which to me is crazy since they have a semi-competent, although rookie less quarterback. A, on a neutral field, uh, less than a field goal. Yeah, yeah, yeah two and a half. Um, I would say, uh, all right, I'm marking that one down. That could potentially go in a tease. Um, they just they just think that the Jets shot themselves against the Pats like they always do, but they're actually not that bad. I guess it could be that. I mean, maybe if, you know, but the Jaguars have like a decent defense. So I don't know. I, we were talking a bit about it, but so the, the controversy about this game was that the NFL films, they mic up quarterbacks for Monday night football. And one of the the clips they played was that Darnold was saying that he saw ghosts on the field because he was so thrown off by the uh, Patriots defense. And now, Darnold and his teammates are all upset that they played that clip because usually, obviously, the NFL film screens it for you know whatever profanity. <laughs> I don't know anything that could kind of reflect poorly on the league and maybe the player, but they decided to play that one. And I love how Darnold said like he wasn't embarrassed about it, but clearly, if he's mad about it, he's embarrassed about it. So, I, uh, anyway, so that was uh, that I, was I a enjoyed funny that one, one a lot. Um, <laughs> Um, all right, so next up, we have Eagles at Bills. Yeah, game. again, I struggle with this one. I mean, the Eagles look terrible against the Cowboys. The Bills did not look good against the Dolphins, although they won. Um, I think the Bills have trouble scoring, so I think the Bills are definitely better, but I, I 
this is why I kept it relatively low. I said Bills by four and a half at home. Okay, yeah, this one, I said Bills by seven. Uh, this one shocked me. It's Bills by one and a half. Mm. Um, I mean, like, I mean, they're the Buffalo Bills, I know, but the Eagles have looked awful of late. Well, uh, so, I mean, I definitely, obviously, I didn't go that low, but I just think that the Bills have trouble moving the ball. Mm. And, and I mean, they, they were losing to the to the Dolphins last week for most of that game, so uh, that's not a good sign. It's it's crazy. So it's three two me, I think. But at, so we're kind of even on the score, but we are way off on these picks. <laughs> yeah, uh, um, yeah, this is kind of crazy. Um, huh. That yeah, I think we, we should think at... about that one. I think the Bills win that. Okay. Definitely win that by more than a point and a half. But let's think about that. Yep. Okay. All right. Next up, we got uh, Bengals at Rams. This is in London, yeah. This one is. This is in London. Yep. Um, okay. I, I again had trouble with this one because the Rams looked good last week, but the Falcons are terrible. The Bengals have not won a game, but if actually if you look at their season, there've been a lot of close games. Uh, so I, I don't know. I had Rams by fifteen and a half in London. I think I went too high. Okay. Uh, I had Rams by eleven. Did you did you change your line? Are you? Oh, sorry. Did you did have I, what, what do you have? I have thirteen. Uh, hold on one second. Let me just let me just fact check this because it's whatever I sent to James. Um, this is great. It's probably the. Oh, the I'm sorry. You're right. I you changed it to adjusted 15. it. Yep. All right. Well, unfortunately, that swings it in your favor because it is Ram oh, wow. thirteen. So you nailed that one exactly. Well done. Um, all right, so yeah, I had 11, so you nailed that one exact. Oh, you're going up on this week. Uh, God, I've been way off. Um, all right, so I think 4-2 okay. now. I don't really um, have much to say about the game. I mean, except Car- I think the Rams win, but I don't care. Yeah, I I don't want to really watch any of that game. Goff's been awful, but the Bengals are pretty terrible. So, um, All right, next up, uh, Cardinals at Saints. Saints have been on a roll lately. Um, yeah, but so are the Cardinals. Cardinals won three in a row. Um, I think the Saints are really good. I think the Saints are top three, four teams in the league. And I, I know Breeze isn't playing this week, but soon they're, they're going to be a force, man. Um, I, anyway, I have the Saints by 13 at home against the Cardinals. God, I went really big. Um, I guess I just I still haven't adjusted for the Cardinals being maybe halfway decent. I had Saints by 16, and it's Saints by only nine and a half. Ooh, that that's a teaser right there, right? Yeah, I, yeah. Tease that down below a field goal, um, and I am off this week. Uh, yeah, but that I don't know. I think it's nice that the Cardinals are feisty. Cardinal, Kyler Murray's been decent. Hopefully, they'll stay healthy. Um, but yeah, the Saints Saints are looking good. Like probably the best team in the NFC. I think they have the lowest odds to win. So that, by the way, we were both right about that game last week. They smoked the Bears. I mean, yeah. they won 35-26. We were way off on their guess. But the Bears scored two two garbage time touchdowns. Like that was over. Like, why didn't yep. we bet on that? Yep. What, what the hell? Yeah, we should. That was dumb. That was dumb. Anyway, uh, lesson learned. We yeah, never bet on the Bears. Both you'll <laughs> know that the line's off. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, all right, Kevin. Uh, next up, Broncos at Colts. Uh, I played with this one. We went back and forth too because the Broncos, I think, are two and five. Colts are five and two. Um, but the Broncos have been not terrible in a couple of games. Uh, so I don't want to make it too high. I had the Colts by eight and a half. Okay. God, I went really high just cause I just don't trust the Broncos and Flacco. Uh, I said Colts by 10. 
Uh, and it's only Colts by six. Uh, God, I've been wow. high on a lot of these games. Wait, we uh, there are a lot of a lot of teasers in here. I'm I'm I already have like four or five. Uh, this is going to be a fun week that we're going to lose a ton. Of yeah, money. I'm gonna mark that one down. Um, okay, cool. Well, man, I, you are crushing me this week. It's not looking good. Um, all right, next up we have the Panthers at the 49ers. Game of the week, I think. Um, Pretty good game. Yeah. I mean, Packers at Chiefs looks good too, but I, I think this Panthers 49ers will be the most entertaining, maybe the best played game. Um, I had the Niners by three and a half. Oh, wow. Yeah, I went higher. I went 49ers by nine since they're at home, but it's only 49ers by five and a half. So um, hmm. maybe that weird game against the Redskins kind of scare people off. But um, I think the Panthers are good. Yeah. I think any word on when Cam's coming back or do they want I don't him think back? This week. Uh, yeah, do they want him back? That, that, that team is really, really well rounded, good defense. Like lots of good offensive options. Yeah. Uh, good kicker. I think that I think they're, they're a pretty good team. I, and also, like if you look at the Niners, yeah, they're undefeated, but they haven't really been tested. Um, didn't look great. I know there was like a monsoon in DC, but yeah, not surprised. It's not a huge spread. Yeah. Uh, all right. Next up, we have the Raiders at Texans. This, I had trouble with this one. I, I I think they're like fairly evenly matched, but like. Then again, the Texans could just kind of blow them out. That Raiders game, by the way, last week, I bet on them. They lost by 18, but totally turned on that one car play. The Raiders were in that game. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think that, uh, you know, that was crazy. I was expect. I mean, it ended up being, what, a pretty big blowout. But, um, 42-24, yeah, I think. But it was it, – it, yeah. I feel like the Raiders could have won that game. I'm annoyed about that. Anyway, I have the Texans at home by four. Texans by four. I had Texans by nine. God, I went so big on the lines this week. I don't know what was wrong with me. Uh, Texans by six and a half. So you take that one. Um, six and a half. Well, I'm I'm drubbing you this week, Scott. Yeah, this is a beatdown. I need to, uh, damn, I need to watch some more football. Apparently, <laughs> less basketball, more football. Um, all right. So yeah, I, I don't know. I just thought the Texans, like on a neutral field, would be more than a one, uh, you know, three and a half point favorite. But I think the Raiders are good. Uh, I think the Raiders are going to make the yeah. playoffs. That would be one. one I wonder what the odds are for them making the playoffs. I think they will. They're three and three. That would be nuts. Um, you know, kind of a weak division. Maybe we should look at that. Anyway. Um, all right. Uh, next up, and that's actually a pretty decent game. That'll be fun to yeah. watch. Uh, this one should be fun to watch. I don't know how competitive it'll be, but Browns at Patriots. God, this one. Could clinch my Baker Mayfield. That was the uh, best. Interception I hope over. you put a lot of money on that. That was your <laughs> best bet. Uh, oh my God. I have the Pats at home against the Browns by fourteen. All right, I have Pats by ten and a half. Uh, Pats by twelve and a half. Damn. So you take that one too. This is a beatdown this week. Hmm. Twelve um, and a half. I think it's. I think they're going to run away with that. Can so we do too. like a nine-team teaser? I know. I, I'm, I'm writing this down. Maybe we'll re- recap when we're done. But I've, I'm putting them all in italics that I want to tease. And I have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven games that I want to tease. Yeah. Although the weird thing this year is a lot of underdogs have been That's true. Uh, covering. So it's been kind of a funky year. Not a good year for teasers. Huh. Um, but yeah, that would be, be a fun game. I'm ex- I hope Belichick just tries to crush them. Uh, that would be Me a really too. fun game. Me too. All right, this next one, uh, Packers at Chiefs, no Mahomes, which is kind of a bummer. That would have been a fun, a fun game. Um, 
but uh, yeah, what'd you have for that one? I I actually have the Packers favored in uh, at the Chiefs by one point. Yeah, I, I mean, I I thought with Mahomes, uh, Packers should be the pretty clear favorite. I have Packers by five, and it is Packers by five. Wow, uh, interesting. Packers by five in wow in Kansas City. I mean, do you? Th- I just can't see the Chiefs D stopping Rodgers. I mean, obviously, he doesn't have a lot of uh, his best wide receivers out there. But um, that's a good. That's that, a great that, call in here. That game, I'm really interested to watch. I mean, watch. Matt Moore didn't look uh, bad. Uh, yeah, he looked he solid. They scored. I thought that game was. What's gonna the be, over in that game? Um, I don't have to check that out. Probably pretty high. I'd say like 53 or something like that. Hmm. Uh, anyway, see if I can pull it up. But um, all right, a couple games left. What's it? Oh, tally? Over's pretty low. It's 47 and a half. I guess without Mahomes, it makes sense. Uh, tally is. I can't even count that high, but I think you're up maybe like nine to three or something like that. Yeah, not, um, not bad. I'm going to tell you this week, Scott. <clears throat> all right. I was off. I need to get, get on it. Uh, all right. This God, the Sunday night game, it sucks. The Sunday night and Monday night games are awful. Yeah. I wish they're they could flex good. Packers chiefs, any of those games, Panthers, Niners into these slots, but um, Seahawks at Falcons. What'd you have? Uh, I had Seahawks by 10 in Atlanta. Okay, I also had Seahawks by 10. Uh, I, I can't tell if this is a typo by our producer or if someone's smoking crack on the at Sportsbook. It's Seahawks by three and a half. I, I don't understand that game. Even uh, without Matt Ryan? Well, now the line is off. Uh, oh, that's what... Oh, yeah, Jimmy, our producer, said that he couldn't find the line on Sportsbook, uh, so he pulled it from another's place, so... Huh. I don't know. Maybe that's maybe that's a bird gambling website, and it's if a Seahawk actually fought a Falcon, <laughs> so the Falcons have better odds than what we predicted. But uh, so I, we could tease I, that. There's no way it's three and a half. Falcons by three and a half. Is that? Uh, you could. I mean, if you wanted to tease it that way, you could. I would tease it too. I'm sorry. Seahawks I'm sorry. by three. No, 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 no. Hold on. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you're saying the Seahawks are favored by three and a half, could, right? Sorry, you could do Seahawks. Yeah. You could tease it to Seahawks yes. plus three and a half. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Why wouldn't you do that? Uh, because it's not available to to do on a reputable site. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, we'll see if we can if that line pops up if it's that low. I, I have a feeling it won't actually show up that yeah. low, but yeah, I agree. Russell Wilson. Uh, what site did James pull that from? If it wasn't it was like his own, <laughs> uh, that's incredible. Well, either way, we both picked the same spread, so okay, we'll push on that one, uh, and we'll keep an eye on it. We have an all-time classic right, for Monday game. night. I can't tell you how excited yeah. I am for this game. What a great game! The Miami Dolphins, the winless Miami Dolphins, at the Pittsburgh Steelers. I. Uh... <laughs> So I actually think the Steelers are going to be favored by a lot because if you look at their they, – they've played some pretty close games even though they're only like two and five or one and six or whatever. Um, so I have the Steelers at home by 13. All right. I had – God, I didn't go high enough. I had Steelers by nine and a half, and it's Steelers by 14. Mm-hmm. Micah, you were pretty on this week. I'm impressed. I was also very, very off. Uh, so final score, nine to three with three pushes. Uh, mm-hmm. You nailed it twice. So on the year, we're even week to week. I still have a slight edge on 
on overall wins. But man, that that was a bit. I was uh, let's see. Oh yeah, they don't, shows we don't how have far our, I was behind. If I'm still still behind overall. Yeah, I was on average. Let's see. Uh, on average, I was off by three and a half or three point three points. That was really bad. Do you have the cume on, on how far we are off on average for the whole year? Um, yeah, I am. Let's see. I'm off by 2.1 and you're off by 2.35 on average. Yeah, not bad. That's crazy. This I was off by a cumulative 50 points this week. Fuck. But week wow. six, I was only off by 20 points. So... I need to need to get back uh, to watch more football. Um, reading less so, on Twitter. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I feel like actually it's going to go in my favor with the NBA starting. You're going to be distracted. Um, my here's what I think. We, we need to write this down. Um, a teaser that involves the Lions, the Bills, the Colts, the Saints, the Niners, the Texans, the Pats, and the Steelers. All right, I got that. Um, or maybe we just Seahawks. do a parlay. Yeah. Uh, I could be down for that. We should see what the odds come out to for those. What would a ten dollar parlay be for all of those teams together? I'll pop that I in. Mean, I mean, obviously, some you know who's going to screw us up. I think the Giants might might screw that up. But mm. um, uh, well, who else? I mean, the Bills. Okay, the Bills are not going to screw that up, right? Right? The Colts. I mean, I wouldn't like, feel what great. Team if... Screw that up. Maybe the Niners. I mean, I could see the Eagles' defense stymieing the Bills and somehow. Well, I don't know if they stymie their defense hasn't been very good, but um, yeah, we'll say I'll throw. We should throw some combos into the to a, a parlay calculator, see what kind of odds we can get, and adjust as needed. But uh, week, on a on a betting note, I only made one bet last week. I lost it, but so I'm, I think I'm down uh, 30, 38 bucks in the year. I don't yeah, know if how you did. That sucks. We didn't do the Saints the Saints bet. Um, Damn, that's that's a bummer. I did. I think I did some big parlay, which lost as usual, but. Uh, and clearly, I have a I don't have a great feel for the lines this week, so I don't know. But you know, we'll see the ones that we were both way off on. Let's uh, let's think about throwing those in. Uh, excellent. We will text about it during the week. This was a good one, Scott. I enjoyed this one a lot. All right, Micah. Yeah, fun pod. A lot of a lot of diverse topics. This one, uh, and yeah, we'll we'll have this one out uh, shortly. So. Uh, yeah, thanks, hopefully Micah. this is helpful to people as opposed to last week on Friday, but this week maybe we'll get yeah, it a couple of days week, earlier. People can can get their bets in and lose some money. Uh, <laughs> awesome. Well, thanks, Micah. That was fun. Uh, we'll catch you next week. <laughs> <laughs>